everyone and welcome to 1010 Word Recommend with me, Talani. And me, Gina. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. How is everyone? How are you, Gina? I'm really, really good. Thank you. How are you? I'm really good. How was your birthday? Tell us So, all. we are recording this post my birthday, which I have consistently spoken about, but... <laughs> It was the first birthday that felt like an adult birthday. Because normally I'm quite childlike with my birthday. I'm like, I'm going to be, it's my birthday, I can cry if I want to. But it was the first time, like, it was just a bit like, but also I turned 32, which is not sexy. It's not that it's not sexy. It's It's just one of those birthdays that's like, it's kind of like a 27. Yeah, it's not, it's just not sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing sexy about it. Yeah, I hear what you mean. I hear what you mean. So it was fine. It was lovely. I'm alive. So that's sexy. Yeah, you look fantastic as always. The picture, I don't know if anyone follows Tolly on Instagram, I would really recommend it because the picture that you posted. (laughs) (laughs) That's my new fave. That is my new fave. Do you know what I've decided though? In this new year, I'm going to just be like one of those people that's like just looks well put together and dressed up all the time no matter where they go. But you know what's mad is that I already perceive you as that person. And I think a lot of people already perceive you as that person. It's a lie. Really? It's a lie. I don't don't own an iron. I'm surprised about that. That's one thing I hate more than anything in the world. Ironing. I have to iron a lot. I haven't worn clothes for years because I need ironing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, how are you? Yeah. It wasn't your birthday. It was not my birthday. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I wanted to get your opinion on something because it's a kind of film TV type question. Let's go, baby. Because as you know, I love TikTok so much. You do? And I post Gina posts to TikTok every single day. <laughs> She's always got something to say. I've always got something to say. I've always got something to say. And something that I find to be a very weird phenomenon, just in general, yeah. when it comes to TV, film, and people reacting to it, is that there could be the most harrowing film going. Everyone will watch it, you yeah. know, and won't even really be that affected by it. Yeah. But as soon as the dog dies... Okay, this is... I'm so happy you said this. Soon as the dog... And I made a TikTok about this, right? And in the TikTok, I thought it was clear that I was judging these people because I judged that, right? But everyone in the comments were like, oh my God, this is me. Like, oh my God, it's so true. Like, you can kill as many people as you want, but if it's the dog... And I was like, one one person literally wrote, I was going to watch 12 Years a Slave, but I'm even more scared now because if the dog dies... I said, so you even want to... Now you're scared. The black people <laughs> in Black History Month, they die in their drives. But one the fucking dog. dog gets killed well, suddenly. Well, not the dog. Yeah. I hear you on that because I, this is my truth. I don't like animals. Yeah. I actually genuinely don't give a heck. <laughs> so I don't get the sentiment of crying because a dog died. If you're watching something, yeah, yeah and it's got all of the bad stuff in it. I'm talking everything. Like, yep. literally, the video that I was doing, obviously it was sat up, but the video I was like, yeah, like, it's got loads of racism in it, homophobic, yeah, everything. Everyone and everyone died. was like... Yeah, oh but my the dog. God. Really? You're okay with that? But the dog yeah. is the issue. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Somebody did There's justify yeah. that when it comes to animals, because they're so really, really innocent, like even if you're watching something in a film, you're like, you're aware that the actors are acting. But when it comes to animals... Oh, like they're not acting. You know what I mean? And I was like... But still... I still don't get it, but... Yeah. Animals are not that innocent. My nan's dog chased me. Where was the innocence in that? Because <laughs> they, they think you're playing a game. No, no, no. He was playing with them. <laughs> And running. I was crying, I was screaming, I was, I was throwing screaming. up. <laughs> and the, the dog carried on. I'll give you the homework for this week. Okay, what is it? Right. It is a film mm-hmm. and it's called The Guilty. So it stars Jake Gyllenhaal and I feel it's like... quite cute, isn't it? In terms of, like, looks. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing yeah. is, what else has Jake Gyllenhaal been? I feel like he's been in so many films that I can't off the top of my head. I'll be honest. Yeah. If you want another truth. 
Do we? Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Sorry, guys. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. I won't. I won't, I won't be honest. Okay. The guilty. Let's carry on. The guilty. <laughs> it's about a police detective mm-hmm. who gets this worrying 911 phone call from a woman who is pretending that the police detective, Jake in this case, is her son. He thinks that it's like a prank at first, so like goes to put the phone down and she's crying on the phone and she's like, Mommy will be with you soon, like blah, blah, blah. And then he realises that she's in danger with somebody that she's with, I think, in the car. And she's pretending that she's calling her phone for her, her child so that she can get help. And the whole film is about him figuring out where she is, stopping her from getting hurt, and then all of the revelations that I uncover after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So The Guilty, it's kind of tense, it's a bit of a thriller. Come next week, having watched it, and we will discuss. I could be into that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I do like a little, like, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. He's going to die and he's going to not. Exactly. Yeah, and does Jake fix it? Yeah, Yeah, does he? (laughs) Does he save the day? Does he save the day? We'll find out. So. Last week's. Last week's was Britney versus Spears. Mm. There's a lot going on. Obviously, we're, <sighs> I know, we're recording this just before the verdict of whether Jamie Spears, who's yeah, Britney's dad, dad yeah. is going to be completely like removed from the conservatorship. Yes. Jamie Spears is the scariest man. <laughs> I'm kind of scared to talk about the documentary. I'm, really I'm a little bit scared too. I'm really yeah. I feel like the best documentaries are the ones where you can tell the documentary makers, the participants, are kind of scared they might get sued. Yeah. Yeah. Like, throughout the whole thing, they're like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, they're very... Actually, I didn't say that. That bit in the documentary where um, the psychiatrist kept being like, I'm not going to confirm... I'm not going to confirm that I've met her. Yeah, yeah, whether I ever met... Because at first he was like, yeah, 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 I know Britney Spears' music. And then he was like, wait, no, uh, I'm not going to confirm... No, 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 I never met her. I never seen that woman, something to that woman. Whitney, Britney, Yeah, I don't know, yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, the whole documentary basically is about, I guess, what's been in the news for years now about Britney being under a, I was going to say dictatorship, but it kind of feels like it, but yeah. a conservator, say that conservatorship. Yeah. yeah, conservatorship, which was basically her dad acts as her. Yes. So yes. he makes all her decisions. He's kind of like in charge of her physical being, which is yeah. the weirdest thing. So odd. For an adult who doesn't seem to be sick. Yeah. There was a person, I can't remember the names of anyone in this documentary, so I apologise, but there was a guy who was sort of explaining what a conservatorship is, and he was saying, you know, of all of the cases that I've worked on, no other person who has, has job, one yeah. has a job. Yeah. But obviously, Brittany, Still she's works in Vegas active. doing how yeah. many, two, when they were breaking down how much she was making, and how much Jamie was making, and the lawyer who was looking after and sawing out was making... She was doing 256 shows. Like, what? 256 shows? So the documentary kind of goes through Britney's, like, life journey. Yeah, You see does. her when it's like, oh, my eight, I ate, my mum realised I could sing or whatever, whatever. And then you kind of mm. see her being the star. And I think every time I watch anything about superstars, I guess in the 90s or early 2000s, yeah. it is our obsession with them. Yeah, it's scary. And it's the way that paparazzi... I was literally watching the clips, I was like, this is not normal. Mm, it's not. She follows someone, like it's hundreds awful. of you following someone with a camera flashing in front of their face. Like every time I see it, I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. And I started thinking, I was just like, maybe that's the benefit of Instagram now. Because mm. we don't yearn for that from them anymore because we can just go on their page. That's so true. there's not this need for me to like, run around and follow them as much, maybe. Mm. And also there was another point in it that I was like, I was watching it and everyone that was talking and all of her fans who love her so much, yeah. I felt like, it felt like, they wanted Britney to get well, not because we love Britney and we want her to be well and be okay, mm-hmm. but they want Britney to be well so they can have her back and she can start performing and making music for them again. Yeah, And that's what yeah. feels a bit weird for me in terms of like obsession and 
this wellness and this care that you have for Britney, but it's just so. Yeah. Britney can be on stage again and you can have her making Slay For You again or whatever. So, like, it feels like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, there's a weird feeling of like, is it because you want her to be okay? Because once she's okay, are you okay with her just going away? That's true. And never making music and again. And I want her to be free. I, I want, want her to go away. I want to not ever go away. Yeah, 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 yeah I totally yeah, agree. Same. And not do music and to retire. Yeah. And like have her kids or whatever she wants to do or her man or whatever and just chill and not have to do all this stuff. But I wanted to quickly pick up on what you were saying about the paparazzi and stuff. Do you think that it's better to be a celebrity now with social media as opposed to then with the paparazzi and stuff? I think so, you know. Really? I mean, I don't know. I'm not a celebrity, but I feel like they don't get followed as much. Yeah, that's I assume. true. Because that actual physical invasion of privacy is mad. Mm, yeah, like, it so is It's horrible. not even just a case of someone making up a story about you, and I guess that's hurtful. Well, but to have someone literally here in your face... Mm. You can't even hit... If you hit them when you go mad, oh, she's lost the plot or whatever, whatever. But it's mad to have people consistently... Yeah, No matter true. where you go, they're just in their faces, like, all the time. And I don't... I don't know how anyone can deal with that. I feel like that's my worst nightmare. Like, I don't want any of the fame, just the fortune. Me too. Like, like literally, like, the fame looks like actual hell to Yeah, me. I totally agree. I would just love the fortune. Yeah. Another thing about Britney that I want to bring up... Mm. This is the recurring thing sometimes, I find. Okay. Men, again. Ah, it's tough. <laughs> it's a tough one. It is a tough one. Have mm. played very unfortunate roles in her life. Really unfortunate. It really reminds me actually of the Paris Hilton doc. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I have this thing that everyone should have women on their team. And maybe I do like romanticise women and don't think women are, are evil, which of course they are. There's a whole show of women who kill. Like, like <laughs> yeah. you know, like, we're on things as well. So I know it's a romanticised view of women and how they should work. But I yeah. just feel like... And the women that seemed to be in Britney's scene were lovely. Like her former assistant, she seemed to really love that woman. Yeah. Her backup dancer, she seemed to really love that woman as well. But all of the men were just seemed to want to get something from her, mainly her dad. Yeah, because, yeah. Because like, before he kind of took control of her estate, he was divorced from her mom. She hadn't spoken to him in years, according to the documentary. Mm. And then he pops up yeah. and just takes over. That was so scary. Just because it's her dad. Yeah. And it's like, but you haven't you even haven't been around. You haven't been around. You don't know anything that's going on with her. He just popped up. And then I feel like there was this weird thing with her boyfriends as well. And I remember the era when she was dating Adnan. Mm. Like, I actually remember living through that era. And I'll be honest, he was really made out to be a bad guy. Yeah. And yeah. he made a point to be like, there's a superstar and there's me, there's this millionaire and there's me, and there's yeah. this white girl and there's me. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, I never thought, of course he was made to be a villain. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I also feel like when it comes to celebrities, like, where are your friends? Like, your actual friends? You know what I mean? Like, I think as a rule of thumb, all celebrities should have friends that are not celebrities. I agree. <laughs> like, That's why I fuck with Rihanna, because Rihanna's yeah, best friend. She has kept Melissa around for years. Yeah. And Melissa is not going... I think you should have people that are just not in the scene, don't know anything, don't care. I agree. I totally agree. I and totally just have agree. normal mates. Yeah. I can understand it being hard, though, because your version of reality is so different now. That is like, actually really true. Versions of reality true. are completely different. And you have to understand what it is. The industry, by and large, is, is very, very mad. Could you be best mate to a celebrity? Like, always in the background. Yeah. There's always going to be an ugly picture of you because you're just behind the mat. That's tough. Um, I think I could be... Ah, that's hard. Like, How famous? How famous? Britney famous. And that is your best mate. Oh, maybe I actually couldn't. You know why? I don't, know I, I don't think I could because I feel like a lot of things would start to happen to me that would I would have no control over. And I didn't ask for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people could start writing stuff about me. People could start judging me. People on social media could be doing... And I have never asked for any of that kind yeah. of visibility at all, mm -hmm. which would make me very uncomfortable. So actually, no, I could not. Yeah, I don't know if I could either. Yeah. But also, we were talking about this earlier. Why do people talk 
If <laughs> I, I, I honestly, oh, her former best friend. Have why yeah. are you talking if you were her best friend? Why are you talking if you were assistant? Say no and decline documentaries. I know that means we will never get documentary again. <laughs> yeah. But just say no. I would never do it. I would never do it. Yeah, I totally agree. Let me say this right now for the record. Yeah, if I ever get famous, listen, anybody who Amy, is close friends I with me, if God. you even try to go on a documentary to start talking about X, Y, Z. You're finished. That's and if you dare do it when I'm alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could do it when I'm dead because I can't fuck no, you up. No, even that, it'll be a but... deadly day because I will haunt you. <laughs> Don't talk about me. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's like, this is your life type of vibe and it's all positive, do not talk about me. No. And then they resurface some picture you took in year eight. <laughs> her former best friend. I did not That's know this That's what woman. it is. That is I what it is. I have not since secondary school. How was that my former best friend? That's what stresses me out. Even now, like, when you hear someone be like, oh, oh yeah, she's my mate, or like, Tolly's my friend. You're like, huh? Those are the ones that will come and do documentary about you. Those you know, are the ones. You know how they know my mates? No one calls me Tolly. That's my actual friend. <laughs> and there we have and it. There we, <laughs> there we have it. it. <laughs> so if there's ever a documentary, yeah. and they refer You'll to me Tolly, or have a smile, Gina, <laughs> they're not our mates. <laughs> We don't know these people. You're right. <laughs> just so you know. I always find it weird. These people that were apparently so close to these celebrities are yeah. just there being, Ugh. and here's this confidential letter she sent me. Yeah, yeah. And here's this text message that we did. Why are you doing that? Not the confidential letter. No, it, it can't run. I'm so sorry. You're bringing up my WhatsApps. <laughs> no, no wonder she can't trust anybody. Yeah, it's really, really tough. I think it must be so hard to be a celebrity, you know. I can do it. I couldn't do it either. And I feel like once you realise that, it's when you get to the growth. Because when you're young, you think it's all fine. You're like, ah, yeah. I feel famous. It's no, it's actually yeah. hell. And with Brittany, I could just feel like I just hope she's happy. I know it sounds like ridiculous, mm. but like there was that clip where she was just kind of like reading off everything that she has to do. And then she pauses and she was like, I'm sad. Yeah. And she burst into tears. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. And I feel like that was the moment she realised that this is, it looks amazing, but mm. I'm not having a good time. No. So I just really pray and hope that she just gets a sense of like happiness. And there's mm. this really nice scene where, it was, I mean, it's all a bit weird, where they've orchestrated her moment to feel free. Mm-hmm. And they're taking her to some countryside, giving her a car and giving her 30 minutes to drive around. As a constructor, that's insane. Awful, yeah. That's insane. insane. But in that moment, you could just see her being like, this is her definition of what being free felt like, mm. driving her own car. She had a big thing about driving her own car. Did you realise that? Yeah. That's that came up quite recurrently, actually. Like, she just wanted to always drive herself. And I guess maybe that's a power thing. Mm. When everything else feels like it's in control, you kind of want to take back somewhere. And I hope she feels that 30 minutes of freedom consistently for the rest of her life. And I don't even want her to make music. I don't want her to tour. Like, do whatever no, you want, really. Be free. Really, like, leave us. if you, Like, just do what you need to do. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, thank you for what you've given us already. They're still available. Yeah. All of Whitney's music is still available. Exactly. Like, nothing's stopped. You can just carry on listening to what you have already. Exactly. And that's why I don't like it about people. They never take what celebrities give them. Yeah, because they feel entitled to, to the celebrities. It's such a weird power dynamic, isn't it? And I feel like the more that social media becomes a thing and the more that celebrities go on the platforms like Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, the closer that fans get yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until it's like, I don't know, it must be so suffocating. And also, I want to see more celebrity documentaries where the celebrities are in there mm-hmm. and also they feel like they had a massive involvement. That's why I think the Beyonce one, mm. that, that was, Beyonce orchestrated that whole thing. They're going to see what I give you. And then in the Britney doc, let's just go back quickly. At the very start, she's like, I love what I'm doing. It means I can get to look after my family for the rest of my life. Mm. And I think that's everyone's hope when you want to be a celebrity. Yeah, I can financially look after my family mm-hmm. and then for that same family to take all of that for granted, Yeah, that feels really sad. It's really sad because money changes people, doesn't it? Like, yeah. I feel like that would be one of my other biggest fears about if I ever were to become rich and famous is that like just seeing people change yeah. and being like, 
Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that as well. Ooh. Every massive celebrity talks about a family member that betrayed them. Every single one of them. Yeah, that Have a awful. family member. Kanye's cousin tried to steal his laptop. Mm. Like, every single one of them have a family member that did some shit. Yeah, so yeah, So start yeah. looking at your cousins now. Yeah. <laughs> start surveying. If you have hopes of being a celebrity, yeah. start surveying your family members now. I've got an aunt that I think is capable. <laughs> Name is Jane. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Auntie Jean. No, I'm joking. I don't have an Auntie, Auntie Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag Free Britney all day, every day. That's yeah, honestly and truly, Free Britney, man. So uh, the recommendation for this week is mental health. There's a date for everything, as we said before. Yes. So October the 10th mm-hmm. is Mental Health Day, mm-hmm. which I think is one we should all know and consider and all things like that. Correct. So that being considered, mm-hmm. what would you recommend that's on Netflix that either talks about mental health, mm-hmm. it's helpful if you're going through like a bad mental health day or time, mm-hmm. what would you suggest? I would suggest the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So in general, I wouldn't say that I don't like musicals, but they are, it is tough when every single moment you'll be having a conversation and then all of a sudden... They start singing they start because singing, And you're just like, why? I hate that. Yeah. But, um, I feel and like... Sorry, the worst songs are the... Daughter, mother... Like, you know, you're like, <laughs> shut up. You are my daughter. Daughter, <laughs> I will never leave. But grow. <laughs> Yeah, I hate that too. I hate that too. I do feel like it is slightly less annoying. The songs feel like they have purpose. Sometimes in musicals, when they randomly, sporadically burst the song, it feels like, why did you do this? But these have purpose. Okay. Um, It is co-written and stars Rachel Bloom as Lady Called Rebecca Bunch. And she's like this high-flying lawyer and then she moves to California to like find her ex-boyfriend who she's like obsessed with. It's not a musical, but it has a lot of musical numbers. And yeah. the songs are really catchy. Like one of the songs is called Stupid Bitch. And it's like, you ruined everything, you stupid bitch. That's what the song is called. Yeah. So like the songs are really relatable, but the exploration of mental health, I think is absolutely fascinating. Okay. It's really, really interesting because there are times where she like, for example, she stops taking her meds or she has like hyperfixation or like she gets a medical diagnosis during the show. It's really candid and honest and... And not, like, in a way that is stereotypical about, like, this woman who is dealing with her mental health struggles. It's very lighthearted. It's fun. The the songs are fantastic. Okay, maybe I'll watch it then. They're, like, honestly, I think they're so, so, so good. Okay. All on Netflix. You should watch it. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. That's my recommendation. Okay. So my recommendation is less because the film deals with a mental health, but it's just because if I'm ever not having a good day, if there's anything I've watched more than anything else on Netflix, it's this film. And it's called About Last Night. Mm. And it's got, um, I think it's Kevin Hart in it. It's got Regina Hall in it. Right. It's just about a couple who go on a date and everything just kind of speeds up really quickly. That like mm. they kind of really get into each other. I think a couple of months in, they're moving to each other, moving to each other's homes. Mm-hmm. And then just as things do, it goes to shit. But it's so funny. Mm. Like, I know every single joke in it, but every time it comes up, I laugh at it sort of thing. There's a scene where, like, Regina's character is asking Kevin Hart's character, and it's like, oh, how come she don't like Glalingos? And he's like, I don't even know that girl. And <laughs> <laughs> every time I watch it, I'm like, 
watch it. It just makes me laugh and it's just so ridiculous. And I watch it over and over. And as you can tell, because I can literally read the script out to you. It's not going to win any awards, mm-hmm. but it just feels really good. Right. And I'm into things that feel really, really good. And another thing I watch is, sure, it's like a 12-minute short film. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, this is just really sad. And it talks about grief and dealing with grief and all things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's called If Anything Happens, I Love You. Oh, I've heard a lot of people talking about this. Yeah. Apparently it's like heart-wrenching. It, it, it is heart. And it's less about like you want to feel good. You, like, you doesn't make you feel good. Right. But it just kind of talks about how two parents who lose their child, I think, to a school shooting... Mm. are just dealing with grief and their child not being around anymore and how they cope with that. So it's actually interesting to watch, I guess, people dealing with grief. So I'm kind of into that. But I also did this thing where I store my tears. I know, yeah, this is something you've told me before that you like to do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tell yeah. us about this. So, and I, I just kind of like put them away in some hard drive somewhere. So if I want to cry about something, mm-hmm. it's either it's like I don't have the time. <laughs> yeah. Or... It's like, I don't want to cry about that thing. Like, yeah. it feels ridiculous for that to be a thing that I cry about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll just go onto Netflix and just watch films that will always make me cry. And then it's, in my head, it's like the tears are displaced. Mm. It's like, I'm crying because of this thing happened in the film. But really. What is something that, you know, like how we were talking earlier about how there are some people who, if the dog dies, immediate tears. Is there something in a TV show or a film that if it happens, you're usually certain to cry? Mine is people dying will get me every single time. Really? So every time I want to cry, I watch Stepmom. I sob. Like, as in this really lovely idea of, like, someone's mum's died. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. a massive deal sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So people dying will always, always get me. Also, when I watch rom-coms, do you know the montage that they do? Mm-hmm. Of them just, like, being in love. That always makes me cry, mainly because it comes before they tell us they're going to break up. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Like, every that single time, that montage of them walking in the park, taking yeah. pictures of each other, going for a nice meal, when it's always that soundtrack with some lovely songs. Yeah, that's true. And then, honestly, about 15 minutes in, break up. Mm. So I know it. I know that, oh, you guys are so happy now. This is the peak of your happiness. What sad things know, have to come. It's, yeah, send yeah. it, send it. So I always cry at those as well. Mm. Well, so ask me, I because I don't really cry. You don't, when was the last time you cried? This was a really great episode. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I cried. Um, I cry. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last film or show you cried at? Maybe that's easier. Maybe This Is Us. I can't watch that show. Yeah, because we that is emotional. Yeah, that is that emotional. I, can't, I've got, I haven't gone past season one. Because why should I cry? It's like so Every single time sad. I watch it, I cry. And there's so much going on in the world already. Yeah, yeah. So that is, that. It is so sad, but it's so, so, so good. Yeah, I've got quite over that. There you go. Okay, that, cool. right. that, well, I'll have that. I'll have that. Uh, yeah. Okay, so remind the people of the homework for next week. Okay, so the homework is everybody watch The Guilty starring Jake Gyllenhaal. It came out on the 1st of October, mm-hmm. so you should already be able to find it on Netflix. Okay, cool. And for Mental Health Day, we are recommending... We are recommending Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, written and starring Rachel Bloom. And I am recommending about last night, Stepmom and... If anything happens, I love you. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode. Gina, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at SmileGina, G-E-N-A, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And where can we find you, T? You can find me at Totally underscore T at Instagram and TikTok. No, I'm not on TikTok. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Um, and if you want to follow Netflix UK, which you should be already, we're at Netflix UK on all platforms and at Netflix on TikTok. Yes. And it's 1010 would recommend is the hashtag. Yes. Um, that's all, guys. It's Britney B. Bitch.